Hola, amor. Hola, cariño. Y bienvenidos a Uy, qué horror. A Latinx horror movie podcast with Johnny and Eileen. I'm Johnny. And I'm Eileen. Hi. How's Hi. It going? <laughs> oh, you know, just uh, <laughs> ready to talk about this. <laughs> Very sorry to say it right at the top. Bad movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good one this week, everybody. I apologize. It was my pick. Can I just say one thing before we start? Absolutely. Completely off topic, yet totally on topic because we talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about on this podcast. Um, we can do what we want. Yeah. Over Christmas, Eileen gifted me a set of good guy pajamas, <laughs> like Chucky, good guy pajamas, child's yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. They're yellow. They're covered with Chucky and like his murder weapons. And I wore them this morning as I was getting ready to put together this episode, you know, get all my trivia together. And they were a delight. So thank oh you so God. much, Eileen. You're very welcome. <laughs> I love to hear it. I think my new and uh, I said this when we saw each other during mm -hmm. during quote unquote Christmas time. Uh, which is when I got COVID. Yeah, yeah. We mm -hmm. we never we haven't told anybody on the pod. I had a total mental breakdown in a fucking span of I'm gonna say four hours. Like I completely shut down. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, COVID feelings are intense feelings. I remember when I got COVID, I was like, no. I was so <laughs> upset. I was like, how 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 did this happen? But I mean, it's because dude. Because you feel like a pariah, you feel like fucking patient zero. I felt so awful. And the first thing I do when I feel awful and guilty is make sure that everyone around me, like, knows that I'm a monster and get them away from me as soon as possible. And I become a total asshole. So Johnny very sweetly was like, do you need anything? And I was like, no, fuck off. It was a rough morning, but you know, a lot of feelings on, on everybody's oh. part. It was the circumstances in which it happened were, you know, were, were tough because like I was doing a show at a time. Oh. I was literally about to go on vacation. Eileen and I had been like, Sh literally sharing foods and beverages the night before you tested positive we were sipping from the same cocktail glass yeah. yep is hi listen everybody i'm telling you take your vitamins get your <laughs> vaccinations porque mira i didn't fucking catch that bitch milagro milagro, milagro. Well, anyway, uh, thank you so much for the incredible gift. It is before a delight. Before everything fell <laughs> before apart. Before everything just fucking blew up in flames. Uh, I plan to put the pajamas on as soon as we finish. Them. Why am I not wearing them now, honestly? I, I mean, nobody can, nobody can see us. Um, but speaking of infections, let's talk about <laughs> good, this good fucking one. movie. This was a good segue. So I decided let's go back to Chile, everybody. Uh -huh. So I picked the movie Downhill from 2016. It was directed by Patricio Valladares and written by Barry Keating and Patricio Valladares. And like Eileen said, ugh, I just I hate to start off on a bad on the on a bad on the wrong, wrong foot, on whatever the saying foot, is. Wrong foot. On a bad foot. Side foot. 
on that bad foot, but it's it's a bad one. It's not good. This foot has gout. This foot has an ingrown toenail. Yeah, it has a it has pus filled boil <laughs> infections, <laughs> which is what happens in this movie. Everybody, I will say this movie made me gag two different times. You know what? Like we always do here on Week Horror. We try and find the good shit. We will look for the good shit. And there was some good practical effect, nasty shit. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Which, uh, absolutely, I felt pretty gaggy too. Uh, and not in like the fierce gay sassy way. <laughs> Gaga Chandra. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about this movie today. But before we do that, Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. And let's do some titulos de terror. Yeah. Just going to admit here, I was like, Eileen, give me a fucking titulo de terror because I can't <laughs> think of one. And she thought of a great one. Deliverance, 1972. So thank you so much, Eileen. Uh, here welcome. we go. In <laughs> Spanish, deliverance is known as La violencia está en nosotros. Ooh, wow. that's mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, amarga pesadilla, which is oh, pretty good. Bitter nightmare. Nice. Yeah. Ooh, violence is in us. That's fucked. That's, yeah. Yeah. And in Brazil, in Portuguese, correct me if I'm wrong, Eileen, but it was called amargo pesadilla. Pesadelo? Pesadelo? Pesadelo, yeah. Pesadelo, yeah. So, again, I guess... Uh, bitter nightmare again. Pesadilla, yeah, bitter nightmare. So, so, I mean, this is a fucking bitter nightmare, so how about you <laughs> <laughs> give us a synopsis, and then let's get into this, this movie. Absolutely. So, it says here on the Tubi description where we found this film, where it's available to watch. Tubi always comes through. Tubi forever. We love you so much. You have treasure troves inside of treasure troves, and we love it. You do. Two cyclists <laughs> discover an injured man with a horrifying disease that seems to be spreading and hunters who aren't here to help. There is so much more other shit, though. Like, this is... This is like a genre mashup, everybody. We're going to give you, like, creature feature, satanic panic, uh, you know, like, being hunted in the woods by... Uh, Everything. Man, so, man is the best. What is it? Man is the best prey. Man is the yes, best. Yes, totally. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Are we ready to go downhill? Yeah, let's go downhill. <laughs> We're going to go downhill and fast. Fast. <laughs> All right. So we hear a man's voiceover. I said it's beautiful, isn't it? But with a British accent? Is it British accent? This dude? I said it's beautiful. I said it's beautiful. <laughs> I said it's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, so we hear this fucking voiceover And then we see flashes of a bunch of creepy shit That we'll see throughout the film So I'm not going to tell you what the flashes are We'll get to it at some point And then a young woman, Stephanie Gasps awake in a dark candlelit room She's tied to like a slab wooden table thing And yeah, she's yeah, wearing yeah. like a white slip And a very folk horror flower crown. Looks very folk horror-y to me. And she calls out, Joe, Joe, Joe. Pero no Joe. No. St standing nearby, a woman with bangs wearing a white robe with her tits, tits out. out. Tits out. 
<laughs> grabs a plate of slimy goop, and she tries to feed Stephanie a worm creature, which shrieks and sprouts little tentacles as it tries yeah. to wriggle itself into Stephanie's mouth. And Bangs says to Stephanie as she's trying to fucking feed this worm creature to her, Debería sentirte honrada de ser bendecida. You should feel honored to be blessed, blessed. like this. Okay. And then cut to Stephanie before all this even happened, it seems. She, her boyfriend Joe, and their friend Charlie are all out in the gorgeous Chilean hills, and they're here to fucking BMX, everybody. <laughs> They've got fancy bikes, the silly. I always think biking outfits are so silly. Like, they look so nerdy to me. Why the sh I mean, I bet it's meant to be, like, aerodynamic, all that fucking bullshit. But why do they all have to be, like, neon colors that have, like, Speedo and yeah. Nike? Oh, and my God. Look at my cool, tight clothes. <laughs> and look, I... Like the way I get around town is I bike for You're the most a biker. part. I bike all over the fucking place. Yeah. But still, I, can't, I don't know. I don't wear those clothes. But <laughs> I can't, even though I'm like, hello, fellow biker. But this is like, this is like, <laughs> this is not, a specific kind of biking. It's not like I'm getting about town. I'm going and to you work. Have like a baguette in your fucking <laughs> basket. Like you're not that kind of bike. It's these guys are like, we're here to hit the slopes, hit the and trails, like, yeah, hit, get that height or what? I don't know biking terms. And if I don't wear my tight neon spandex, I won't go fast enough. So I gotta make sure it's super tight, everybody. I can't help but quote. The classic vine, whoa, he's in X Games mode. <laughs> like that kind of vibe. Oh, that's perfection. Yeah, we are in X Games mode yeah, right here. Totally. So silly fucking biking outfits. They've got helmets and Joe and Charlie's helmets are uh, fitted with GoPros. So a lot of the footage we see is this GoPro footage. So they've got a big race tomorrow. These are professional BMXers. Great. It's the next day now, I think. Because we get this weird shot of like a rising or setting sun, but I'm not sure because this movie is so weirdly edited. Dude. It is so weirdly edited. So I wrote here, I think it's the next day. We're at the race. Steph gives us a very half-hearted five, <laughs> four, three, three two, two, one, one. go. <laughs> We're at the starting line and the bike race begins. So it's mostly shown, like I said, through this GoPro footage. And the first time that I watched this movie, I was hung over. No, Johnny. Dude. And I was like, this is very, very rough for me. Well, Super shaky. <laughs> I wrote, as soon as it started, I was like, oh, I guess this POV shit is pretty cool. Because you get mm. to like see the hills and the biking stuff. And immediately after I wrote that, I was like, uy, voy a vomitar. Like, es demasiado. Blair Witch times 10. Because it's very, you know, you're on like, what is it called? Off terrain? I don't fucking yeah. know the terms. But like, you're, these are dirt <laughs> hills, you know? And you're bouncing around. Totally. So, but I agree that like, there were some like drone shots of like the, the of Chile, which were gorgeous. Oh my God. There's so much paisaje in this movie. Yeah. That's very pretty to look at. And we're Absolutely. in like a, 
a, a mountainous area. Again, like I, we've said this before in other episodes, but I love when we see different terrains in Latin America because so much of Latin America is miran nuestras playas y las mujeres que lindas y los hombres también desnudos en la calle, en la calle, en la playa, pura playa, puro en la calle también. Everybody's <laughs> naked. Everybody's in the beach doing beach things. Beachy sun, beach, sun, beach, sun. It's like, mira, no, hay más que eso. Honestly, it shocks me sometimes. Like people I know. Now, today, in our this year, 2023, we'll be like, oh, you grew up in Latin America. Must have been so nice, so hot. And, and I'm like, really? Bitch, I was in the Andes Mountains freezing it my ass off. It was fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so moral of the story, everybody. Latin America is a varied, beautiful. It's more than just a beach. Yeah, it's it's got. It's got it all. It's got it all, everybody. One thing I'll just say here quickly about this GoPro footage that I liked is like, I don't know BMX shit, but there was this really cool turn that whoever's wearing the helmet takes on his bike. Oh, I saw. Yeah. And it's like wooden slats have been set up against the turn. So you literally like ride, ride up onto them. those wooden mm-hmm. slats and like you're basically sideways. I was like, this is fucking Thunder Mountain right now. This is crazy. <laughs> It looked, I thought that was so cool. Very cool. And basically, so you're not like flying off the mountain or flying off the hill. Amazing. So, okay, we're racing. And unfortunately, Charlie takes a spill, which again is super weirdly edited because like we see the crash happen through his GoPro. And at least to me, it didn't look bad. I was like, oh, he fell. But then we get a close up of his face and he's like a little bit bloody. And we see that he's like heaped up against a rock. So he like he's fucked up. So Joe and Steph come up. They're screaming. They're calling for help over Charlie's broken body. Title card downhill. I was surprised at this like good chunk of a cold open. You know, I don't think we've gotten one in a while where it's like this is what leads us into the rest of the stuff kind of vibe. We are bikers and a friend dies. So how is this propelling us into what's going to happen? Absolutely. So cut to a Skype call a few weeks, months, Girl. a year later. I'm not sure. And I must mention this, like in the Skype call, it has like, you know, your contacts next to who you're trying to call. And it fucking says Lady Kaka. I was like, <laughs> Lady Kaka. <laughs> Stop. Oh, not no, Lady Gaga. Not Lady Gaga. Have some respect, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe and Steph are calling their friend Pablo over Skype. Pablo's in Chile. Joe and Steph are somewhere. I don't know. The United States? Canada? I don't fucking know. Somewhere. And so they connect with Pablo. Welcome back, Ariel Levy, everybody, who was in... The fucking masturbator, choke me fucker in Green Inferno. <laughs> Green Inferno, which, you know, he's a delight to look at, very handsome. So I was very like, welcome cute. back. Hated you. Hated you in Green Inferno. Pero, you know, welcome back. So just to establish, Charlie died in that crash, and Joe is a mess about it. So on this Skype call, Pablo's like, okay, let me get to the point. I'm organizing a race down here in Chile. I've got the money. I've got the sponsors. The catch is I've already told everybody that you agreed to do it, Joe. So all you need to do is show up. 
So Joe then turns to Steph and he's like, uh, did you know about this? And she says, yeah, kinda. Joe's like, what the fuck, girl? So Joe is like, he's like, okay, I need some time to think about it. They hang up. And so Joe turns to Steph and he's like, would have been nice if you had told me, you know, that you were talking about this with Barbara, which I was like, yeah, that would have been nice. You should have, you should have done that. Like we're talking about a, your significant other is clearly suffering. Like, don't do this shit. Don't pull a surprise thing. Okay, because something that I don't think this movie did a good job at nailing at the top is the fact that Joe is supposed to be like a star bike person. Yes, totally. I I agree that they should have kind of like amped that up a little bit. Yeah, because it's at this point, like the fact that uh, Pablo, his friend, is like, I kind of already told everybody that you're going to be here. You're like, OK, like, why should why should that be a big deal? Like, it's the stakes don't feel high. Exactly. And so having the fact that you're a star, you're like, <laughs> I don't know any biker people. So you're the Tony Hawk of this crew. You know what I mean? And the fact that your friend's death has impacted you so much where you're like permitting yourself. It's this is what I we have to assume because it's not told to us. And so I agree, like your partner is going through it and you're making plans with somebody else seems shitty. And she like literally after this conversation, when he's like, you should have talked to me about this. She's like, well, you wouldn't have done it. And uh, by the way, you need to get back out there. So I was like, I don't I don't know. That just doesn't sit well with me. I'm like, you need to give people their own space to grieve and mourn and everything like that. Exactly. Like, don't force me back into a situation if I'm not fucking feeling it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this is a little bit of a left. But did you notice how Pablo on Skype looked like he was reading all his lines like off screen I did notice he was looking off to the side do you think he was reading his lines it looked like he was reading his fucking lines off screen it's possible he's fucking pulling a sophia petrillo over there just like (laughs) (laughs) in the getty just like what are my lines over there (laughs) oh man uh, that being said, I mean, a little spoiler alert with trivia. This movie was filmed in 15 days, so that is quite possible. Yeah, that yeah, he yeah. Was just like, I don't know my lines. I Gotta can't look, do just, this monologue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just keep it right there. You know what this really reminds me of this situation? Uh, Cliffhanger. Remember Cliffhanger? Yes. Uh, surprisingly lovely film. <laughs> I, so, I mean, Cliffhanger is a fucking awesome. banger like it's such a good uh, adventure like it's just so so much fun but basically like same idea traumatic event at the top in like sport you know in this in cliffhanger it's like mountain climbing here we are in bmx but like somebody dies our main character is very sad about it but something drags them back into the sport you know what i mean so anyway sports sports <laughs> <laughs> so uh it's later that night after that uh, Skype call and Joe is watching that GoPro footage of him and Chile hanging out with Charlie and Steph during that fateful trip. Steph joins Joe and he says to her, hey, this little birdie told me that Chile is great this time of year. So great. We're, We're going back to Chile, everybody. So Steph and Joe fly to Chile. They land and we get this weird Weird sequence where, okay, so they land and their bikes are missing. The bikes have not been delivered on the plane, whatever. 
Pero the whole sequence is Joe filming Steph's ass with his GoPro as we go from like the airport to the taxi to the hotel with Steph on the phone. She's trying to like uh, figure out the situation, find their bikes. It's just like the weirdest thing to be like centrally focused on her ass the whole time. It's very weird. And at this moment, I was like, oh, is this movie now going to be all POV? Right, right, That's right, right. That's what I thought right. it was going to be. Uh, and I was like, this fucking, I'm a dude and I have a camera and I'm going to film my hot girlfriend like thing. I was like, really, my guy? You know what this movie started to give me vibes of? And I was like, oh, my God, I really hope we don't go there. But it started giving me indigenous vibes. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to bring it up actually a little bit later, but I was like, this is so indigenous to me. Like the film indigenous. The film indigenous. Yeah. Yeah. Which please check out our episode on it because I think it's hilarious because (laughs) unfortunately we ripped that movie to shreds. Yeah, Um, totally. But that was directed by, I think a gringo, whereas this one wasn't, but this, you know, the, the same idea of like, gringos coming into a place that they don't know you know like uh they meet a driver and they're like uh no hablamos uh it's like bro you know you're coming to chile and you're gonna be like you're friends with a chilean person like and honestly not for nothing your buddy at the top charlie was very obviously a latino like yes Come on. Come on. Uh, Yeah. And like, (laughs) there's something about foreigners coming into a country Mm -hmm. that that they that they are not from and getting heated about, oh, I didn't get the room I wanted or I didn't get the the my bike was fuck you. (laughs) I it I like it makes me so angry. Yeah. I'm just like. Shut Does fuck. anybody speak English, habla inglés, like on the phone? And I was you're like, not going to put any effort into this. I'm just like, it makes me, I'm sweating. Like it just makes me very angry. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. just need to take take a seat, be patient, and breathe because, like, have some respect. Tell your partner to. I mean, gra- granted, this isn't. This is something we have a, a luxury we are now afforded with because of technology, but have your partner pull out Google fucking translate and type in something and hold it up to the mic and be like, I am a robot explaining to you. Estoy explicando cualquier cosa. Oh like, my God. Come on. Buy a book, buy a teeny <laughs> little like fucking translation book, like buy a book. It's the, it's the lit smallest effort of being like, I will make an effort to be able to communicate with people in this country that I'm going to because I don't speak the language they speak. It's not them not speaking the language you like. Fuck you. You don't speak their language. And not only all of this, but (laughs) you're going to a country to do a sport that is out in the woods that would probably sometime at some point necessitate help of some kind hello and like, you could get injured your friend died and then your friend fucking dies and you're like disculpa no puedo yeah amigo muerto like come on it's it's listen i feel like we've gotten ahead of ourselves but like <laughs> god damn these are the feelings that popped up for yes. me here i was very frustrated as well 
But I think we can go both agree. Indigenous vibes. Uh, All the way. Again, I just got to say, everybody, check out. Don't watch the movie because it's shit. But listen to our episode. <laughs> listen to it's, our episode. It's fucking, it's amazing. <laughs> 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 anyway, so we're still in this in this fucking ass POV segment here, uh. and it it ends with like ugh, they eventually work it out because they post a complaint on Twitter, which I was like, oh my god, my ass is burning so they post on twitter like oh this airline from chile lost our bikes why don't you have my bike or whatever and then uh and then steph starts to get all sexy for joe because he's still filming with his gopro and like basically we leave them to have sex in their hotel room but it is the most awkward thing Uh, steph literally turns to joe and says meow and, I and her shirt to, says, says meow. meow. <laughs> this was the point that I threw my computer across the room. Bro, I wrote, not meow. And her <laughs> shirt says meow? <laughs> not meow. Not Come meow. On. Now, but this is the thing that I'll say here that I was like, oh, okay, well, this will further our story. Steph says that Joe's Twitter is on fire since he tweeted about the missing bikes. Like, I was like, oh, this will tie in. It should tie in. It should be a usable plot device like Twitter. Maybe that'll help them in the end, like help them in this situation, because clearly this is a horror movie. Things are going to get fucked. It doesn't. Or at least to solidify like this would have been an opportunity also to be like, hey, people are excited for your comeback because remember, you're a BMX star, you're Tony Mm -hmm. Hawk or whatever. Mm -hmm. So like this would have been a good way for them to be like. Just build it up a little bit more. Everybody is excited for your return. And then you can also continue showing that he is not into it, that his grief is still strong. And like, but no, instead we're seeing meow and like a butt shot. So like, what the fuck? Anyway, they have sex. So (laughs) (laughs) it's the next day and Joe and Steph are picked up by Patricio, who speaks Spanish because we're in Chile. And this is where I was like, oh my God, I cannot with this. Because so Patricio is going to drive them to meet up with Pablo in the mountains. And all Joe can say to Patricio, who speaks Spanish because we're in Chile, Uh is Spanish sucks. And I was like, again, I'm look, I just got to say, look, if you're just putting the littlest amount of effort, not even trying to maybe say it in Spanish, like me Espanol es Bad. Bad. Mi Espanol es malo. Like, you know enough from pop culture references, from in general, like being in a world where you know things like bueno, malo. Like, I'm This was sorry. a bad look. Like, you've <laughs> so been bad. to Chile before. And it was just like, I felt for uh, Joe up to this point. I was like, I like that he is really devastated by his friend's death. But as Mm -hmm. soon as he was like, my Spanish sucks, I was like, oh, so you're not. Oh, dude. Anyway. Very, very (laughs) frustrating. We're getting ahead of ourselves. (laughs) Like, that's not what our movie is about. But it's just like, these are the feelings that showed up, you know? Yes, absolutely. All right. So Patricio drives Steph and Joe into the hills. It's a gorgeous out here is just gorgeous like this shots is, on shots on shots oh of driving but also too many shots T- too many shots very true and also this movie is short which i was like damn you're really kind of like padding the movie with these long ass shots of driving yeah. but i will say you know this is like prime 
Chile eh, ski area, but we're not there, you know, we're there in summertime, I guess, or at least not ski time. So it's all just like wooded. It's very, very beautiful. Green, yeah. beautiful. So they stop at an almacén to get some water. And uh, near the bathroom, they spot some arcade games and also a group of very scary, uh, very scary looking men who I mm-hmm. called bald <laughs> teeth and sunglasses. Great. Cool. Perfect. So Joe goes to take a shit and <laughs> Steph plays an arcade game. And this was weird for me because her ass is out. Like she's bending over, like she's wearing little like teeny, teeny tiny shorts. Sh- shorts. And so her like her cheeks are out, which I was like, yes, girl, live your life. Absolutely. Get mm-hmm. those cheeks out. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, I'm very worried for you because there are three very scary men here. Right. You know what I mean? I was like, this yeah. is uh, this is putting me on edge right now. Yes, absolutely. So Teeth comes up to <laughs> La Steph. He's flashing his awful smile at her. And then he just fully grabs her ass. Like those fingers might have well have gone oh. into her butthole. Assault. Assault. Yeah. Right. Fully. And she f- clearly freaks out. So Joe comes out from pooping and Steph is like, what the fuck? This dude just grabbed my ass. Sorry, that's not funny. It's the pooping. That's funny. Sorry. It's because Eileen and I are 12 and (laughs) poop is funny. (laughs) The ass grabbing is not funny. No, no. It's the pooping. So Joe is like, what the fuck? He shoves teeth and teeth pulls a knife on them. However, bald, who's this big Early bald beardy guys, handsome bald beardy guy, which is right up my alley my and Eileen's alley. <laughs> alley for damn sure. I was like, This Ooh. man, hello. I know it was very upsetting that he was the villain. I was like, How dare you feel make me feel <laughs> weird feelings in my pants? <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling so complicated. Uh, so bald is clearly in charge here, and so he like motions for Joe and Steph to get the, get the fuck out of here, which they clearly do. So finally, Patricio drives Steph and Joe to Aco Lodge, where Pablo and no fucking way, this is Cara <laughs> from Green Inferno. Welcome back to the main stage. Welcome back, Cara. Although in this movie, her name is Magdalena, but they call her Max yeah, in this which, movie. Okay. And like Pablo and like these two were a couple. Uh, Pablo and Cara were a couple in Green Inferno. Yet again, they're a couple here. I was like, okay, here we go. All right, let's just let's keep Constantly this going. Constantly cast together. Yeah, troubled relationship in that movie though, and in this and one here. Wow. So everybody embraces, and they're like, oh my gosh, lovely to see you. Haven't seen you all since Charlie's funeral. So Pablo tells them the bikes arrived. He gets them all settled, and then they all head to an outdoor party where Pablo introduces them to a seven-foot-tall man. <laughs> giant. Like a full-on giant of the mountains. Why, Why is this <laughs> man so tall? Ent. Like this dude <laughs> oh my showed God. up and was like, hello. <laughs> like, was it just the angle of the camera? I think it might have been the angle, but still, like, he did feel ginormous in comparison to everybody else. It felt purposeful to me. I was like, why is this man two feet above the rest of these people? Pero aquí viene este hombre. Huge. Huge tall man. And so this dude, this seven foot tall man, he's named Ruben Gonzalez Martinez. And he's responsible for sponsoring the race. And he also paid for everything. 
So I just called him RGM and he's like, RGM is like, oh my God, it's so lovely to meet you. Let's chat tomorrow to talk about a possible sponsorship deal. And Steph is like, yes, absolutely. Because apparently RGM owns half of Chile. Okay. So he's a big, important guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they all drink, they smoke, they eat, they get fucked up. This party seems delightful. I we love it. We have a strong shot of Vanderslaben. Vanderslaben. <laughs> we, we get an absolute, just full on, like, this is meant for the people that are paying us money. They've literally given us money, so we must show their product. Vanderslaben, which we'll delightful- talk about later in the <laughs> trivia. Crisp beer, everybody. Yes, a crisp lager. (laughs) I don't know if it's lager. (laughs) Uh, Whatever. At one point, Pablo starts to, like, dance with some ladies. So Max comes up and smacks him around a little, telling him, like, to behave. And then Pablo later tries to have, like, a drunken talk about all their feelings regarding Charlie's death. And I was like, God, this is terrible timing. This is terrible timing. You're A, wasted off your Wasted. Vanderschlagen. Vanderschlubin, yeah. and you're just like, hey, now, how, how do time. you feel about like how do you how do you really grief? feel? <laughs> yeah, now's not the time. Not I don't want to talk to you, dude. You're wasted. So yeah, Pablo is fucking wasted and gets so drunk that Steph is like, you know what? I'll take him home. Like you, I'm tired anyway. So Steph and Pablo leave, leaving Joe and Max behind, and then we cut to Joe and Max fucking. And uh, I watched, like, I think we both watched this on Tubi. This is where it cut to commercial. And I was like, what? (laughs) I was so surprised, first off. Yeah. Second of all, I was like, wait, so are they, like, wife swapping? Like, Oh, because, yeah, because Steph leaves with Pablo. But that's not the case here, I don't think. Continue. (laughs) Oh, interesting. I'm interested to hear if you caught something there. Okay. Uh So Max is all like, oh my God, I can't believe it's been so long since we've done this. Pull my hair. And I was like, so you can cheat on Pablo and get all pissed about it. But Pablo can't, he can't dance with somebody else. All right. Dance with somebody. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But Joe can't come through. No pun intended because, you know, he's (laughs) going through his shit. And Kara is like, Ugh, it's just sex. If you don't want to fuck, that's fine. But I don't want to hear your, sobs, you called your sob story. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. I mean, Max. <laughs> uh, you know who I mean, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cara from Green Inferno. <laughs> I, I didn't like this because I was like, she's like, I don't want to hear your, so- your sob story. And I was like, these friends suck. Like, yeah. I was like, okay. Joe kind of sucks, too. I get it. But like. My friend died, and I'm having trouble. You dicks! Can so, can you all just like give me some fu- fucking eh, la, la Steph being like, it's time for you to get, but like snap out of it, get back into the real world. Right. El Pablo being like, come down here, come to this bike Let's talk race. about your feelings when we're wasted. And now like, uh, Max being like, your your st- your sob story. I was like, you all stop suck. crying on my shoulders while we fuck. Yeah, like while we're having sex. What the fuck? Anyway. So Joe and Max have been cheating for a while. Okay. Cut to a bunch of goats. Okay. (laughs) We're in a red lit room and Joe is having a cup of coffee. I think as a naked woman with glowing eyes spies on him from outside from a window. And again, we hear 
that man's voice, just like we heard at the top of the movie, and the voice says, Hello, Joe. I'm right outside. And then that naked woman comes screaming out at us from the dark. And then With I her, think like hands outstretched towards us. Yeah, yes. She's That's she's racing. Yeah. Like yes. chasing us, kind of. Yes. Yes. And then I think Steph wakes Joe up from this nightmare, but it's so weirdly edited that I was like, I don't know what's going on right now. Wasn't it that an alarm went off and he that woke them up together? Oh, is that what it was? I honestly was just like, they both like are like shaking in bed like, whoa, like pop up out of the bed. (laughs) But I was like, what? I don't know what's going on here. I also didn't know. So Steph and Joe gear up for a morning bike ride and Paolo gives them a walkie-talkie to keep in touch because cell phone reception is shit up in the mountains and off they go, just the two of them, just uh, Steph and Joe. This moment, this is where I was like, maybe those two other, those other two oh, people this is fucked where the too was? because I uh-huh. was like, well, first of all, it was just awkward in general. So maybe I was just reading a little too deeply, but I was like... If those two are fucking, why wouldn't those other two be fucking? So, you know, but, but I hear that. Absolutely. I will say, like, I was waiting for the Joe and Max. Never sex. comes back. Who cares? No, it, it shouldn't. It should have been cut. There was never. It doesn't belong in this film. It doesn't it, belong here. Yeah. This cheating thing never really comes up again for a moment. Would have, like, you know, up the ante, maybe, like, you know, heightened the stakes? No, nada. Okay. So we're biking. We're taking selfies. We're fist bumping our own fists? What the fuck is this? Was she making a heart with her hands, like Taylor Swift style? She's fist... Steph keeps, like, whenever El Joe takes a picture of her, she, like, does a cute little face and then, like, puts her two fists together. I was like, is this a BMX thing? I don't know about how, but BMXers of the world... (laughs) Tell us, because I was like, what? What? She kept doing it. Bike riders and BMXers of the world, tell us if fist bumping <laughs> is a thing. <laughs> fist bump? Do you fist bump your set? But I mean, like, you take your right fist and put it against your left one. Like, what is that? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, explain. Oh, man. Uh, they're trying to tweet, but oh, there's no reception. And again, I was like, maybe this will further our plot. Absolutely no. not. Just toss it into the air and forget about it, everybody. So they stop for a moment so Steph can pee and they hear a gunshot off in the distance. So they hop back on their bikes to check it out and they find a crashed truck with an injured man in the driver's seat. That her peeing and that noise, which I thought it was a like a bang. So it, did I. It, it felt less like a gunshot. More I'm like surprised a you say gun like it felt it was a sound that I wouldn't have assumed as a gunshot, but I genuinely jumped because i was like we're vulnerable and peeing they we show we see her butt (laughs) as she's peeing yeah and i'm like "Uh, uh, uh, what was that and they're also they're by like um a ski lifts you know what i mean so like i thought oh maybe some like metal clanging together pero like when i when i watched it a second time to take notes i was like oh this is a gunshot so They find this crash truck. There's that fucked up man in the driver's seat. And as they're checking on him, all of a sudden, boo, he comes to. He scares the shit out of them. Me too. Me too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Fully jumped. And then Steph walkie talkies Pablo. She's like, please help us. We found this dude. And Joe's like helping the guy out of the car. And Joe notices that the man has some sort of like a, a 
bubbly infection on his face went, ugh, this dude coughs right in Joe's face. And this is where I wrote, because I I will read you two lines in my notes. Mm -hmm. Is this a zombie situation? Question mark. And then immediately afterwards, I wrote, oh, wait, I just remember the gal in the beginning getting a worm in her mouth. So I kept forgetting that moment at the top because I was like, this movie is, again, crazily edited and everything is random and weird because the man has these like postules on his face. And I was like, okay, he coughed in his mouth pretty much. And so I was like, this seems like disease spreading. But then I was like, but wait, a worm at the top in the mouth forcefully put in what? Yeah. And like Satan stuff, like folk horror flower crowns, you know, like shit like that. So we've got, you know, fucking Wicker Man. We've got a creature. We got the thing. And now we've got like, you know, Night of the Living Dead. Because, you know, I also was like zombie because he looks like the infection is taking over. Just throw them all together into a blender is what's happening here, everybody. Totally. So. We also see that around this man's, this infected man's wrist is a bracelet that says zero seven. It's a little while later, Pablo, Max, a doctor arrived to, you know, to help this poor infected guy. And the doctor checks this injured man and he discovers that he has a bullet wound. And as the doctor tries to help the guy, blam, bro, somebody shoots the doctor in the head, killing him, scared the shit out of me. I was Holy like, whoa, 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 these shotgun What the fuck? This was like, this was out of the blue. Holy yeah. shit. So the doctor's head is blasted off his body. The gunshots <laughs> continued. They're all, and like, everybody just fucking runs into the woods to hide. Bye. Just then a motorcycle and uh, the same guys from the tienda from earlier show up. All those, you know, scary looking guys, they show up. But this time they have three extra people with them who I called Moto. Bangs, which I was uh-huh. like, oh, we saw you at the very top of the movie. Bangs at the top, yeah. The Bangs only at the top. The, she's the bad lady. She's the one lady in the group of bad dudes. Yeah, and gloves. Okay, oh, cool. Gloves. All these people. <laughs> uh, and bald says Rico Hantoto, which I <laughs> it took me, dude, ten seconds. I was like, what did he say, Rico Hantoto? And I went back and I was like, what was that? <laughs> Recojan todo. Sí. So he's basically like the people have dispersed. So he like grabs their bikes and everything so they can't bike off. OK, Recojan todo. And also um, Joe is like, it's those crazy locos from the fucking. No, <laughs> no lo oíste decir no. eso. No, it's the God. crazy locos from. The fucking tienda that we were at or what? But he doesn't say tienda, but it's those crazy locos. It's the crazy locos. So it's later on and deeper in the woods. Pablo's like, look, I'm going to go off solito because Uh it'll be easier for me to get help. I'll be faster. And he says to the to the rest of the group, there's an old cabin nearby. You just got to head north. Find it. Barricade the door. I'll be there soon with help. And off Pablo goes. And as he's running, looking for help, he comes across some plastic bags filled with meat hanging from a tree. And he says, quechucha. Quechucha. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I love fucking quechucha. Quechucha. Yeah, quechucha. 
And as he's checking it out, he steps onto a trap, I think, which snaps onto his leg. He screams in pain, which alerts Bald and his gang of ruffians and Joe and our crew. So Max is like, oh, fuck, Pablo. You know, that's her dude. So she runs off to help him. And when she finds him, she tries to pry this like wooden thing that's sticking through his leg. I don't know what the fuck that is. I was expecting like a bear trap. That's you know what, what I, mean? I expected too. And when they showed it, I was like, I can't tell if this is meant to be a trap. Um a trap, or if he just stepped on a crazy branch that like went through his leg. Cause then she jostles it so much to like get it out. And in the end, doesn't do it. I was no, like, she can't get it out. Girl, it looks good. Like, I was like, this looks pretty good. You know, these effects here. I think it was a trap because the moment that uh, Bald hears a, a, ¿cómo se llama? El Pablo scream. He's like, he has a little like smile and he's like, oh, my <laughs> trap work. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's fucking going on, I think. So, yeah, like you said, she's trying to pull, uh, Max is trying to pull this thing out of his leg. She can't. I don't know what the hell this kind of trap is, but then Bald and his crew show up. Donde están? Bald asks. And then he fucking shoots Pablo in the head. Adios. Dude, I, my jaw dropped at this moment. I was like, whoa, like whoa, repeatedly, whoa, whoa, whoa. Blam, blam, blam. And like holes in the head that I think were digitally CGI. Yeah, add. yeah, yeah added but like these holes (laughs) his face might as well have been made of clay like it just just humongous holes in his fucking head yeah but i what shocked me was just like the swiftness that he's like don't stand bang 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 okay there we go okay and max gets up and slaps him girl girl i don't know about this choice anyway so (laughs) (laughs) so bald (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so bald grabs her and he stabs her hand into a tree pinning her there it's the wrong hand though did you notice that no i didn't notice i mean i could be wrong too but he grabs her left arm i believe and like stabs the 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 knife in but we get a close-up of the stab and i was like that's her right hand it was (laughs) off it was wrong Anyway, I get it. You just you gotta um, cut corners. You know what I mean. Gotta yeah, cut corners. You know. Yeah, listen, the the left hand we got is too expensive. Days. <laughs> yeah, we got fifteen days to fucking put this together. Just fucking get a close up of the just hand. Get and stab it in it. there and let's go. <laughs> and just then, Joe shows up, and they all shoot at him. Everybody's shooting, 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 but they miss Joe, so he runs off with sunglasses in hot pursuit. Joe is able to like tuck himself into a little cave and sunglasses stops to take a piss and pees on Joe, which I was like, A, why do we need this? (laughs) Why do we need this? Get deeper into the fucking cave, dude. I wrote, tuck yourself in more. This, I was like, are you into water sports? Because he is just like, ah, Uh (laughs) just like a chorro of piss and he's like ooh tuck yourself my guy come on i literally was like this golden shower that we're watching <laughs> like i couldn't believe oh it my felt god like it reminded me in uh lord of the rings when the the hobbits are yes. hiding from the fucking mm-hmm. uh, hooded people yeah yeah and, yeah and uh and they're in that little underneath that like nook and I was like, bro, all you got to do is shove your body a little deeper in there because you could see it's deep enough to hold 
hide you a little bit more. There is plenty of space back he there. He might as well have opened his mouth and been like, glug, glug, love this fucking warm piss in my face. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> and then sunglasses uh, zips up his pants and he burps his way off screen. Just burping <laughs> off. I was like, what is happening in the world right now? <laughs> anyway. We're back with Max and Bald and the gang, and he pulls the knife out of Max's hand and he takes her hostage. Oui, okay. Okay. Joe, meanwhile, finds Steph and the infected man who is that that infected dude is getting worse and worse and worse. And uh, they head off to try to find that cabin. And at this point, I was like, y'all, you got to stop screaming. Stop screaming. Like, this really, uh, I mean, aside from the fact that there are worm creatures and, you know, whatever the hell is going on right now, zombie infected people. I was like, <laughs> you have, I completely can, I can't suspend my belief, my disbelief, whatever the fuck the, the saying is, because those people are right there. They would hear you screaming. Immediately. Stop screaming. Anyway. Uh. A while later, they stop as, you know, they're trying to run away. And Joe goes to get some water from a nearby stream. And as he's filling up his little bottle, he, you know, he takes a sip, but he starts to gag and he pulls a flap of skin. Yes, bro. A flap I of skin from his mouth. gagged so, <gasps> I was like, I literally was like, oh, wait, no, <gasps> I can't. <laughs> it looked like either skin or a chunk of jellyfish because it was translucent. and. It was jellyfish consistency, at least. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so disgusting. Well, first of all, I wrote diarrhea, bro. You can't just go up to any river. Dude, me too. I was like, unless these are like from the glacier, like, honey, do not drink this water. Do not drink this water. <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. Pura diarrea te va a dar. And then immediately, so Im I'm thinking diarrhea, and then he takes a glug and spits out a fucking tuco de persona. vomito. Disgusting. So he goes further upstream to check it out, and yet again, we see a meat bag hanging from a tree and then he finds a bunch of dead rotting bodies discarded in the water now correct me if i'm wrong were, mm -hmm. did they look shot to you like uh, like gunshot wounds or just did they have boils i couldn't quite tell i think boils it looked uh, boily to me <laughs> you know what that makes more sense honestly the boils make more sense and also they've been purposefully dumped here this is it what seems as though here. and yeah. also does joe go up to like the edge of the river past the like right next to the bodies and he's like picking something up right yeah he picks up one of the um the worm creatures Worms? that we saw at the top okay absolutely okay. Yeah, he picks up one of those worm creatures. Ugh. And so he's like, what the fuck? He's gagging. He runs back to Stephanie and he finds her being held at gunpoint by sunglasses. Sunglasses really creepily licks Stephanie's face. Ooh, so Joe is yeah. like, what the fuck? He attacks him. He And he smashes Sunglasses head with a rock, killing him. He grabs Sunglasses gun. Off they go again in search for this cabin. And on this eternal search for this cabin, Steph, Joe, and the infected man come across a hanged man. Right. Okay. Uh, don't know why this man is in the movie. I, I don't get this hangman thing. Do you have any? Also, I was like, 
bad sign. Like, don't go anywhere where there's a fucking Ye hanged you've, man. <laughs> you've discovered several dead bodies already. A, did you tell your girlfriend this as when you return? Because remember, everybody, they are dragging this infected person with them to find the this cabin. And he is in bad shape. Bro, my dude barfs at one moment where I'm like, Ooh. that's just your inner guts. That's your Ooh. guts yeah. that you're vomiting yeah. up. Yeah. Um, And not for nothing, but Joe is starting to cough now as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah. like, Joe is not looking good. We're coughing. We're barfing. We're discovering dead bodies. We're discovering bags of meat hanging from the trees and now we discover a human bag of meat like literally like a, a literal human human yeah. let's get the fuck out of here absolutely but like this hanged man i was like who are you why are you how do you affect our story i can't say i, I got I, I don't think i have it figured out anybody anyway they finally finally find this cabin they make their way inside Joe finds a first aid kit, and he's, as he tries to clean the infected man's boils, he and Steph see, like, one of those worm creatures crawling under the guy's skin. And then this infected dude coughs blood, like, right into Joe's face, like, en la boca. Ooh. And this is where I wrote, is this a monster movie? I was dude, like... Yes. And, like, plus everything. <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe clearly freaks out and he's like trying to wash the blood away but I was like honey it, it uh, it's it's been too late it's been too it's too fucking you, late not only has he this he, this is the second time this man has coughed something up oh, in your face yeah and then you've also eaten somebody's fucking ankle or whatever flew into your mouth from the river so like pero también like when he and Steph are care now maybe this is just because we live in like COVID times pandemic times but I'm like maybe. stay away from me <laughs> stay away from me pero they like they are like face to face Holding boil to face yeah. like <laughs> on this man's body and I'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is a really bad idea totally so at this point, Joe goes into the bathroom and he notices like a little critter crawling through his wrist. And he also notices that like those boils are now starting to appear on his face. So like yeah. Joe is fucked. This is where I was like, OK, indigenous, because we cut to Joe and he's like filming himself and he's uh -huh. like, oh, my gosh, I'm. In this cabin, I'm being hunted by some men. They murdered my friends. They want to kill us because we found some guy in the woods and he's got some sort of infection. It's contagious. I think he passed it to me because he spit blood in my mouth. He does Ugh. say, though, it's not airborne, airborne, though, because my girlfriend doesn't have any signs of it, which I was like, this is kind of inconsistent because I was like, was it the coughing? Was it the blood? I don't think we ever quite get a full answer as to I like mean, how you get the infection. Right. I feel like it's because <laughs> he was There's... coughing before, like you yes. said, I'm pretty sure he is. He's been coughing for a while. So he I think he was already infected before the blood. He got infected, I think, from the first cough of the dude when he's like into his face and you're like, oh, boy. And if not, bro, I hate to keep bringing it up. But you literally had a jellified chunk of somebody's stomach in your fucking mouth. In your mouth. In your mouth. Yeah. 
Christ. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yes. Oh, Oy my God. Vey. So Joe's still filming himself, and he's like, oh, my gosh, if you see this video, please help us. It's later that night. Wait, who's does he send this on Twitter? Does he decide to se- try to send this? No, he just ke- he he films it on a camcorder style or GoPro or whatever, and then he's like, "Well, hope this helps later on." <laughs> hope somebody finds this next to my dead body. Like, yeah, what, what the oh, fuck? Dude. This was where I was like, "Tweet it, try to like you know." I know you don't have service, but I'll try, something. try to do something, whatever. So it's later that night, and in the cabin, Joe finds a Breaker Breaker 1-9 radio. It can be called nothing else on this podcast. That's what it's <laughs> fucking called. And he calls for help. Finally, we hear a voice. We read you. Over. And Joe is like, holy shit. Hello, hello. I'm Joe. Some men are trying to kill us. I'm in a cabin somewhere. I'm Joshua, says the voice. I know the place. And then, duh. I knew We get it. a shot. Of course. We get a shot of, of who the voice belongs <laughs> of Koa. We get a shot of who the voice belongs to. It's Bald. And Bald says, We're we're on our way, Joe. Over. We're on our way, Joe. Oh right. I haven't been doing the accent. Whatever. Yeah, he's got he's he's fucking uh como se llama aquel otro británico bald guy that's in Fast and the Furious. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Si Jason Statham tuviera una un beard este este brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Oh man, Jason Statham. So hot. Okay. <laughs> Let's focus. All right. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, in the cabin, the infected man starts to convulse. His eyes are fully just white White. now. (sighs) Blood is spewing from his mouth. And then little tentacles begin to, like, writhe out from his gut. They're just flipping and flopping all over the place. Like, it looks like the thing. The thing. fucking crazy. So Joe drags him to another room, shuts the door, and then finally a motorcycle arrives. Yeah, it screeches. The creature, they tend to, like... The tentacles are like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. So a motorcycle arrives. Bald and his crew are here, and they've still got Max as a hostage. Right. So Joe grabs the gun that he took from um, from sunglasses before, and he. Again, calls on the breaker, breaker one nine. He's like, hello, dude, where are you? The guys are here. Please help us. When bald on the other end says, I'm here, Joe. Right outside. (laughs) Which is the same line we heard uh, in the nightmare sequence before. I'm not sure why this is important, though. Like, why with the like, why? There's no reason to have we. Why did we have that vision in the first place? Is Joe having visions like a night? Like, what is this? He has one, pero nunca de nuevo. Yeah, it's so strange. I don't think it's well thought out. So Bald says, come on out. Well, she dies because he's got Max on her knees. He's like grabbing her by the hair. So Joe is like, okay, what the fuck? What are we going to do? So he takes Steph to the back room. He gives her the gun and he helps her sneak out through a back window, hoping that like she can at least like run for help or something. She runs off and then Joe goes out to meet Bald and his crew. And Bangs comes up to je- to check Joe for weapons. And at this point, she notices that he's infected. So Ball is like, get down on your knees. And it Bangs and Teeth go into the house and find the infected man. They drag him outside. And Ball here says, it's beautiful, isn't it? I said, it's beautiful, isn't it? Which is the line we heard at the very top of the film. 
Right. And I was like, what's beautiful? The infection? What? The monster living within this person? Like the thing that, that he has? Girl. But also, why? Like, why is that the first line we're hearing in the movie? And now, like, I, I just, I don't understand. And Joe literally says, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so Balt says, of course you don't. You should have just left him, meaning the infected man. You should have just left him. It doesn't matter anyway, because he wasn't the one. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they douse the infected man with gas. They set him ablaze, and we hear screeching as the, the tentacles are, like, writhing from the burning body. Which this the also thing, was like... again. Yeah, but, but I was like, but you're burning the creature. Like, I thought, is the creature the beautiful thing? I don't fucking know what the hell is going on here. Seriously. So, Bald is all, tell me where the other girl is. Where is where is Stephanie? But Joe lies, and he's like, I don't know. So, Bald pulls out a knife, and I think slices off some of Max's fingers, or, like, slices her hand, and then puts her hand in the fire or something. I couldn't tell. And also, at this point, I was like, ooh, uh, Max is coughing. She's starting to cough, just like Joe was. And I was like, okay, I think Max is also infectada. All of a sudden, we see Steph with the gun hiding behind a nearby tree. And then, blam, she takes a shot at Bald. And I think she actually hits him. Like, she she shoots she? him. Or, like, one of the guys. I don't know. I saw, like, a spurt of blood. Nobody gets, like, nobody's killed. But yeah. she did hit somebody. So, Steph runs. Moto hops on his moto and chases after her. Joe and Max then run off together. Pero la, Ma la Max, she falls and she's like, just run, just run, just run. And then somebody rushes up to Max as she's screaming. Steph, meanwhile, is able to bash the, the fucking guy off of, off of his moto with the gun. She steals the moto. She takes off. She finds Joe. He hops on and they motorcycle off and like immediately crash. Oh, Max is gone. She's like in the dark. So they were like, fuck you. Adios. Fuck you, bitch. Goodbye. But I mean, like they hop on this bike and drive crash. for four and they're gone. They're on the they're in the dirt. Oh, <laughs> and again I was like I this was so weirdly edited because Joe is like all crumpled up against a tree and I was like oh the crash was really bad but you don't really see it it's just it's so weirdly shot and he seems like fucked up like Steph is crying over his body oh my gosh what's going on Bald shows up slams Steph in the face Oof. with the butt of his gun she passes out Again, we hear flashes of creepy shit and we hear Bald say, I said it's beautiful, isn't it? And we're at the top of the movie. Steph awakes in that same dark room, candles mm -hmm. everywhere. She's wearing that flower crown. She's tied to the table. In comes Bangs with that white robe. Her tits are out. Bangs grabs a syringe and she injects Steph with something that like makes her all woozy. Okay. Uh -huh. And then just like at the top, Bangs grabs that plate of goop with the worm creature and she like forcefully is shoving into this shoving time, it into Steph's throat. Uh-huh. I I actually like paid attention to the dish with the worm and I'm like this looks like a piece of ginger covered in I jizz. Thought the ex I was like this looks like ginger but just long like and a covered long in jizz. <laughs> just a plateful of cum. Absolutely. Just cum and ginger. <laughs> 
the health benefits, everybody. Who knows? Two, Who knows? Two lovely things. Good for <laughs> indigestion, maybe. Like Can't just... solve it. Maybe they've got it figured out in this movie, but I couldn't agree with ginger you more. Just cum. the longest piece of ginger just <laughs> swimming in cum. What is happening <laughs> in the world? Also, uh, you know how I feel about commitment when it comes to punching and stuff like that. I also feel oh. that way about screaming. And Ooh. at one point, Stephanie screams and she's like, Ah, I was like, oh, I think I know the exact moment. It's when Bangs grabs the syringe and we get a close up Uh of Stephanie's face. And she's like, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do it. Ah, Ah. I was like, oh, okay. Uh Commitment level. I'll give it 3.4. Okay. (laughs) Out of 10. Out of 10. Yes, of course. So again, Bangs is trying to like shove this ginger cum into fucking Steph's throat. And she again says that line, you should feel honored to be so blessed. And as Bangs is still trying to get uh, Steph to swallow this, we see that Steph is wearing a bracelet with the number 09 on it. And what was the number that the dude had before? 07. Okay. So Steph is able to free herself from the t- from the ties, tying her to the table, and she bashes bangs in the face, knocking her to the ground. She sticks her fingers into her throat, and she's able to pull out the worm creature, which she throws against the wall, and I think she kills it. I think she yeah, kills I think this little so creature. Too. And bangs is freaking out. ¿Qué hiciste? So Steph jumps on top of bangs and stabs her to death with a scalpel. Oui. I mean... And then this, I was like, what is this? So Steph hears someone say, hey, behind her. Hey. Uh So she goes up, I think, to a bag and peeks inside, but we don't see who's in there. What the fuck is this? I don't. I have no idea. (laughs) I have zero clue. What was this? I was like, is she hallucinating? Is this the injection? I don't understand. Anyway, we're almost there. Let's go. So she grabs a flashlight. She begins to make her way through these like dark caverns. And after walking for a bit through the dark, she hears a man screaming. So she follows the sound and she finds a candle lit cavern corridor with pictures like placed into nooks that I was like, what are these pictures? Adam and Eve? Jesus and Mary? Who is this? It almost feels like, um, looks like religious art, yes, kind of thing. Like, yeah. like the 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 twelve. What are we talked about this in Santa Sangre, where you go yes. down the church yes. to mm-hmm. each mm-hmm. each segment where there's a painting or a picture, but yeah. it's pregnant women, and then there's also a man women with, with a beard, demons, demon demon women, women and demons. Oh. Pero yeah. también el problema es y esto me volvió fucking loca. Yo dije. <laughs> Bah, estúpida, la Stephanie mm-hmm. has her flashlight and she is pointing it at the pictures to like look at them. But the reflection isn't you're literally covering like all we see is a beam of light on glass. Yeah. Yeah. No vemos ni yeah. Turca. yeah, I can't tell like what this really I think that the idea I this is an assumption. Mm-hmm. I assume what you're trying to tell us is like this is like satanic you know, evil kind of stuff. But here in my notes, it's just question marks. Question marks, question marks. I was like, maybe? I think that's what you're trying to show me. So she continues through the cabin. She's, you know, following that screaming sound and she's led into what I was like, is this a hotel? (laughs) (laughs) 
my god. So she's let, I was like, this is a hotel hallway, like from a cavern into a hotel hallway. She passes room number six, and as she's stumbling through the hall, like she passes in front of room number six, and when she she goes from one side to the other, and it goes from six to six, 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 six. and then back again. And I was like, okay, devils. Devils. (laughs) Demons. She finds finds room number seven, which at this point I was like, the infected man was zero seven. Yeah. But I'm I'm confused because that's where the screaming is coming from. And I was like, are we in the past? I don't understand what's going on here. Like, who's in there? Is that the infected man screaming? Honestly, I don't care enough. Let's just keep going, everybody. (laughs) So she finds room number seven. She's banging on the door, pero nada. So she goes further down the hall and she finds Joe like infected. He is zombified. He's like pustules everywhere. Boils filled with pus. His eyes are all white. Honestly, he looks disgusting. I was like, okay. It looks good for grossness. Yeah. Good job. I definitely would not want to touch that. Yeah. No, thanks. Pero la Stephanie is like in his face. In, she's just like, oh my gosh, she hoists him up. They try to make it out of this, whatever the fuck this place is. So they're back in the hotel hallway. She's like, you know, lifting him, trying, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then all of a sudden, like a bunch of arms are reaching out to them. And then the arms are just gone. Girl, I wrote these hands, question mark. And then they're not, they're no hands. The arms are reaching for them and then they're gone. And then all of a sudden, Steph and Joe are like going up a staircase and whoa, there's like black handprints appear out of nowhere, like slamming on the wall beside them. What? And then all of a sudden there are goats, just goats goats. on goats on goats. And then we see a woman. Oh, God. (laughs) She's got like, okay, so she's got white eyes and she is slamming up on down on Bald's dick. They are oh. just like, they are going at it. Slamming. Because when we see her, we just see her like in a sexual uh, yes. writhing moment. And yes. we can't really see who she is fucking it. And, on, no. and this is the woman that we saw in the vig- vision. Yes, absolutely. The woman, like in that red lit sequence with the glowing that eyes, runs at us yes. with her arms extended. So she, this woman, is fucking, and oh. then we pan around, and there's bald, but uh, what? <laughs> so the... <laughs> <laughs> bald, like it's what do you call this cowgirl style, where she's like it's, uh, she's sitting reverse on top, cowgirl. reverse cowgirl, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And bald is, I mean, this is like pumping her ravaging sex. Like every, they are just like he, he, he is grimacing like and he's got some weird symbol on his forehead. Girl. I don't fucking know. There are other men there. Uh, one of them is, you know, I think gloves or moto or one of the fucking guys. But there's also another dude wearing somebody's face. On his face. Yeah. Like fucking leather face. Yeah. And they are all, like, so Bald is ha- is having sex with this lady, but these other dudes are just like licking up on her body. It is so weird and it is so animalistic. It's just, it's a lot. So Steph and Joe try to get out of there, but the woman, like, she points 
and Leatherface begins to follow, pero his face that he's wearing on his face falls <laughs> off. Yeah. And it's fucking Ruben Gonzalez Martinez. The senator or whatever. It's what the, is, what the, was he? The dude who owns half of Chile. Right. The giant. Like, the el yeah, the, the seven foot tall man. <laughs> which I was like, whoa, okay. So Steph and Joe make it outside into a carpet or bald. And like these dudes are coming out with machetes and guns. They're shooting at them. And I, I just wrote side note here. Damn, bald has a body. Okay. I, body. I was like, <laughs> I wrote, I mean... I mean, he's a devil worshiper, but his body is fine. <laughs> I mean, like banging ass body. God damn. That body. Holy shit. I was like, holy shit. Dang, dang dude. I'll you worship the fucking devil. Shit. Absolutely. I'm not. I, I as soon as I would see that coming around the corner, even with his gun drawn machete, I'd be like, I, I surrender. So. La Stephanie is able to turn the car on. They're driving away, but uh, one of the goons hops on a moto. They're they're chasing them for a while, bald and and the goons are all wearing um also robes. Yes. Yeah, it's very like ritual, ritual stuff. You know, like we've we've progressed from like like I said, like fucking Night of the Living Dead, the thing. All of a sudden, we're in. Uh, it's just so much. Rosemary's it's, Baby. Rosemary's kind of situa- Baby. Yes. Situation. <laughs> what is what the fuck? Uh, so bald and RGM are in a car. They're also chasing them. And as Steph and Joe are out on the road in the dark, a swarm of bats. <laughs> just kind of swarm out in front of Joe and Steph. And also, pero we see the, the, the mujer with the glowing eyes, the naked, scary lady also standing in the road. Right. This is, this is from the vision. We see it's happening now yeah, in real right, life. Right, right. Of her like racing at them. And then all of a sudden, tentacles burst out of Joe's chest. Stephanie is screaming. We're still driving. We're, We're still, still driving. driving. And all of a sudden, they, they crash. They come to a stop. So bald, and again, his fucking banging ass body pulls up near them. (laughs) Bald gets out of the car. He opens Steph's driver's side door, and Steph just begins to repeatedly stab herself in the gut with the scalpel. (laughs) I was like, because right before he opens the door... She like reaches onto the dashboard of the car and I was like, oh, she's still got her tiny scalpel from when she killed Bangs before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when he opens that door and she is stabbing herself in the gut, I was like, what that tiny scalpel girl? Like, I mean, I Oof. know it'll do something, yeah, but I don't sure. know if it's going to kill yourself. Which I was is just like, the point. this yes? is what we're doing here. Yeah, this is the choice we're making. All right, okay. Yeah, I was like, I mean, stick she's... it in your neck. Sorry to like be, but I mean, yeah, like that's horrible. But it would yeah. make more sense. Let's be clear. Yeah. So I was just like, this is, but this is the end, everybody. Yeah. Like, I was basically the end. Like, I was like, okay, and she she's stabbing herself in the gut. She's like, fuck you. She says to Bald, and Bald says, such a waste, and he shoots her in the head. We get a certain burst of death metal and all these creepy images. And then we cut to a park ranger question mark. I wrote, I don't know who you are. He, he goes into the cabin mm-hmm. and he finds Joe's camera equipment. And after watching some of the footage, he calls for backup on his walkie talkie. Now I have to ask you something. 
Because on the walkie-talkie, he's like, Marcelo, Patricio. And Patricio was the name of the, the, the driver who took Steph and Joe to meet up with El yeah, Pablo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, was this all a setup? Like, is this all connected? So it's funny that you bring that up because I was going to ask you, having the fact that the senator, whatever his name was, the the big, the giant. Yeah. Um, RG, yeah. Having him and Pablo maybe be connected was something that I was like, did Pablo plan all of this ahead of time or like. Did this senator dude just kind of like get himself in there because he knew he'd bring more more people, people to offer up to, to the tentacle devil worm demon? Or- <laughs> I I so I also thought like, well, that would have been interesting if Pablo had been on it the whole yeah. time. But they kill Pablo very very unceremoniously. They just get yeah. rid of him. But I was just like, maybe in like an an earlier draft of the script, there was like a, a, a big, a bigger tie-in of like how this all is directly related to RGM, who, like we said, owns half of Chile, right. which would have been a little bit more interesting. And I think that is like a bit of an established idea here, clearly because we see him as Leatherface, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not enough. Yeah, not enough. Anyway, at this point, we cut to two women going for a jog through the woods. They come across those meat bags that are hanging from the trees, and then they all of a sudden hear somebody nearby asking for help. It's Max. Oh, she has the lives. number. Ten. She lives. Well, not for long. <laughs> and she's got the number ten on a bracelet on her on her wrist, and she's clearly mm-hmm. fully infected. And then, ooh, tentacles come ripping through the bags. They attack the women. The tentacles are like shoving their way into their throats. It's horrible. We get this strobe light effect which I was like oh my god this is too much we see a goat I had to put my hand over my face it was too much a a goat and then fin de la película that's it everybody so does that mean that the monsters were in those bags of meat and was it a tentacle the tentacle monster but what does that have to do with a devil worshipping orgy Exactly. And also, <laughs> why? Okay, what are you doing with the people? What are the numbers around the wrists? What does that like, mean? I'm like, are they just hosts? remember the one thing? Right. But the, like the a bald at one point was like, oh, it doesn't matter about the infected guy anyway, because he wasn't the one who's the one. What do you yeah. want to do? You yeah. want to like, are we trying to summon the Antichrist here? Like, what are we doing? Is the is the tentacles the antichrist that there's trying to find a human body to live in or like we have to find the right person here to summon something but also like never why why have a ritual where poor steph has to be tied to a table with a flower crown why does she have to be fed the the ginger sperm demon (laughs) when they're literally hanging in bags from trees yeah yeah what is why experiment why label people if you're if you're just picking them up off the fucking trail absolutely like you could why why do we have to do the ritual if you're literally also just just doing it on its own in the trees and like shoving and the the worms are like shoving their their fucking selves into <laughs> joggers like what's going on <laughs> shoving themselves into joggers <laughs> 
dude. Oh, my God. So, oh, my God. Let's just fucking get into some trivia. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Patricio Valladares, the director and also writer of this film. Well, art writer. Patricio Valladares was born on July 17th, 1982, Cancer, mm. uh, in Chillang, Chile, which is technically where this area was shot. Right, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a Chilean film director, screenwriter, and comic book writer, best known for his work in horror films, who mixes elements of both art house and grind house with an emphasis on modern extreme violence, action, and some gore. By the way, this is from his Wikipedia page. He is also involved in comics and short movies and frequently injects black humor or homages to grindhouse movies, along with artistic cinematography, somewhat intellectual dialogue and the occasional surrealism. His serial killers tend to make repeat appearances in his movies. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Good to know for in the future, perhaps. Known for his work in genre cinema, Valladares has directed numerous features throughout the years. In 2011, he directed En las Afueras de la Ciudad, also known as Hidden in the Woods, which is based on a true story. In 2014, Valladares directed Toro Loco, colon, Bloodthirsty, a.k.a. Toro Loco, colon, Sangriento, which was uh, starring Francisco Melo, Mauricio Pesutic, Simon Pesutic, and Constanza Piccoli, which is a dark comedy flick shot entirely in Spanish, which makes sense, but okay. In 2015, he shot three features in English, all of which are currently in post-production. This is this Wikipedia obviously hasn't been updated. Uh, and these three English language films are Downhill, which was shot in Chile, uh, an experimental horror slash thriller, The Ghosts of Garip, which is part horror, part found footage shot in location uh, shot on location in is- Istanbul, which is cool. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And lastly, he directed Night World in Bulgaria with Nightmare on Elm Street star Robert Englund. Ooh. These three movies were produced by Loris Corchi and written by Barry Keating, who wrote with this one. Great. Well, let's add them to the list. Yeah, right. So that's a little bit about Patricio Bachadares. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Las Trancas Valley, um, which is the area where this was shot at. Uh, I found two two websites. Well, there's plenty of, but and visitchile.com. Uh, they talk about Las Trancas Valley, which says it's located 1,200 meters above sea level. This attraction has beautiful natural landscapes with native vegetation and waterfalls. There is a shot of a waterfall in this that was very beautiful. And then mm. the trees and also, again, it was so green and beautiful. not wintry, which was lovely. It says here, Información del Destino, Attractions, Flora and Fauna, When to Go. Oh. 
<laughs> when to go all year long. Great. Uh, activities uh, like trekking, horseback riding, high mountain tours, for flora and fauna contemplation, uh, oh, photography. I love to contemplate flora and fauna. So do I. And the other website I found called powderhounds.com, which I think oh, is about ski people. Ski people yeah. Uh-huh. Um, powderhounds. Powderhounds. What is that sweet powder, guys? It talks about <laughs> Las Trancas, um, Las Trancas Valley. And it says here Las Trancas, Chile is a cute little town near Nevados de Chillang Ski Resort. Valle Las Trancas provides more affordable accommodation than staying at Nevados de Chillang in one of the ski-in, ski-out hotels, and it also offers a more vibrant nightlife. And Powderhounds gives you a pro and con list of why Las Trancas. So pros of Las Trancas, a major advantage of staying here is that accommodations costs are significantly reduced in Las Trancas. It's delightfully unresortified and you might Mm. get the true Chilean experience. There's more of a range of restaurants and the après ski action is more pumping than at the resort. Right. Pumping. Pumping. Las Trancas is rather pretty with its many cute Patagonian alpine style wooden buildings so that's fun cons if you're not on a tour there is no transport transport available to and from the ski resort so you need to have your own wheels to commute and many of the lodges have hot tubs but there are no hot springs so if you want a therapeutic soak have one straight after skiing up at nevados de chillang okay Ooh, hot springs Hot Springs. Where is Las Trancas, Chile? Valle Las Trancas is located in the Bio Bio region, Bio Bio region of Chile, seven kilometers down the road from the Nevados de Chiang Ski Resort. It is 71 kilometers southeast of the city of Chiang and 476 kilometers south of Santiago. There are a few Las Trancas hotels, but most of the accommodations consist of lodges and self-contained cabañas. And they are rather inexpensive. As for uh, restaurants and nightlife, there is a decent range of Las Trancas restaurants spread throughout the town. Dining here is less formal than up at the Nevados de Chillang Resort, and prices are very inexpensive. Options include traditional restaurants, pizzerias, and, ra- and there's even a pub and restaurant with a train carriage tacked onto the back of the building. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. Las Trancas may seem like a sleepy little alp- alpine village, but in reality, it can get hopping. Pumping and hopping. <laughs> the best place to party is the Snow Pub, a rustic restaurant and pub with a discotheque. Perhaps don't try to drink too many pisco sours. (laughs) (laughs) Please, that's not what it says. (laughs) Absolutely, that's what it says. I will drink a lot of pisco sours. Don't try and contain (laughs) me around pisco sours. Pisco sours are delicious. Oh, the best. If you guys have the chance to go to either a Peruvian restaurant, Chilean restaurant, Bolivian restaurant, that pisco Mm. sours are 
so good they are the yeah. i would say the margarita the caipirinha mm. of like the west coast of south sure, america sure, sure. you know what i mean yeah, yeah very yeah. lime based very citrus based uh, yeah Oof, Trouble. delicious dangerous because it's it's like caipirinhas and like margaritas it's basically just lime and the spirit pisco in there and an egg white the town of Las Trancas has various ski and snowboard shops that have rental equipment. The price and quality is generally fairly comparable to that on the mountain. Las Trancas has three mini mercados, but for a substantial grocery purchase, it's probably best to go shopping in Chiyang before you arrive. So, like, if you're a skier, if you're a powder hound... How about you check out? How about you check out Las Trancas and you're and you're down in Chile somewhere? Yeah. And finally, I want to give a shout out to Vandersleben, which is the beer we saw in the movie. I googled them and they are a Chilean beer in their about us in their website, which is Cerveza Vandersleben, spelled Wandersleben. I'm trying to be funny sure. and, and German mm-hmm. about it, but spelled. Uh, with a W. It says here, we help ayudamos a las personas a valorizar la importancia del viaje más que la del destino. Mediante mm. estilos de cervezas de calidad elaboradas con cariño y rescatando la tradición cervecera de Ñuble. So we help people uh, appreciate the importance of uh, the trip rather than the destination, yeah. uh, using different styles of quality beers with uh, cariño and rescuing tradition of, I want to find out what Ñuble means. Hold on. Oh, yeah. La Región Ñuble, which is kind of like right smack in the center of Chile. Mm-hmm. So Wander Slaben is the nickname of the immigrants that came to the city uh, from their uh, German town. It means vida errante, which is like um, a drifting life, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that represents the spirit of a restless spirit that's always Wonder, looking... Wanderlust kind of Yeah, wanderlusty, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, um, it represents a restless spirit that's always looking to experiment, explore, share, and enjoy the beautiful travel, el, el bello viaje de la vida. So nice, you know, classic beer stuff. Have us with you while we're while you're enjoying your life. They have a bunch of it's like the journey, not the destination. Correct. Nice. Um, I don't know if you can order internationally but it does look like you can purchase online so who knows if you're able to ship some wander slaven to yourself why not and that's the end of my trivia all right everybody this is my trivia for today let's talk about maria ignacia alamand leon this is the woman who played max great or magdalena she was born august 29th 1981 Virgo, I believe. August 29th is Virgo. Mm-hmm. So she is a Chilean actress who debuted in the movie Se Arrienda. She is the daughter of the former Chilean Minister of Defense and former presidential candidate Andres Alamand Zavala and Barbara oh. Leon, who I believe was an architect or is cool. an architect. 
Due to the work of her father, she lived part of her adolescence in Washington, D.C. Hey. Hey. And then returned to study theater at the Pontif Pontificia Universidad Católica de Chile. She was also based in Buenos Aires, where she studied acting. So like I said, she debuted as an actress uh, in 2005 in Rienda. And two, two years later, she debuted on television with the role of teenager Eloisa Sole in Vivir con Diez, the first TV series from Chilevisión, which won her an APES award in 2008. Very cool. Nice. In 2013, Alamand collaborated and participated in her father's presidential campaign. In 2014, she translated and adapted the play Edmund by prominent U.S. playwright David Mamet. Oh <laughs> and the following years, she wrote The 80s, the musical. Cool. Oh. Since her debut on television, she has done almost her entire career on the, on the channel Chilevisión. And on the film side, she is a stable part of almost all the films of her friend Nicolás López, who has worked with Eli Roth. Mm -hmm. Cool. Very cool. So that's just a little bit about her. I also just wanted to like see if I could find anything about BMX in Chile. And so I found this uh, article from Prensa Copasi, C-O-P-A-C-I. And it says, Chile and Argentina dominated BMX freestyle in Asuncion in 2022. This, this article came out October 9th of 2022. Mm. And it says here that this Saturday in Asuncion, Paraguay, the first BMX freestyle competitions were held, at least in South American games. And uh, a Chilean woman named Macarena Perez won the first prize, which Hell I was like, yeah, that girl. is really fucking cool. Yes. And so she has a little quote here. It says, it was a very nice and close competition. I saved my strength for the final and the result came out. The Villegas sisters, Queen Alice and Lisurle are highly prestigious cyclists, and having defeated them is something great, says Macarena, which I was like, all right, girl, you defeated the Villegas sisters. So the her predecessors were also ladies? Uh, I believe there was like men's division and uh, oh. uh, women's division, but the, the Villegas sisters, Queen and Lisurle, are like very well known, I think. And also, this is freestyle BMX. I feel like BMX is kind of like a wide... Oh, there's a bunch of different shit. Yeah. ...encompassing thing. And like the picture that I saw of Macarena, she's like holding her her uh, medal, which I was like, very cool. But oh, there's like a skate ramp back there. So this might not be like we're talking... We're we're, we might not the, be like talking mountain off. mountain trucking. Yeah. But I was still like, bikes, cool. You know, <laughs> happens all over the world, everybody. Yeah, it's true. How about I ask you some questions? All right. Jonathan, were you scared? No. Were you? No. What was your best scare? That gunshot that killed the doctor scared the crap. I fully jumped. So that's going to take it for me. What about you? Mine was the noise while she was peeing because I was like, hey, 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 what the hell? Yeah. And then the other one was when the dude in the truck, the infected guy, like breathed for the first time. And yeah. that fuck, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. But also I'll give a uh, I'll give a special shout out to that <laughs> doctor getting shot because it was Damn. crazy. Yeah. Scare the crap out of me. Who was your favorite character? Um, This. I'm well. 
I I I wrote Pablo because I was like he was fine and he didn't he seemed like not to be such a bad guy. But honestly, I wrote bald. I was like pretty cool villain. Very much into him. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though he's a, a villain, he's a piece of shit killing people. But I was like, sure, Pablo and bald. What about you? I gave it to bald. I was like, yeah. I everybody is pretty bad in this film, and yeah. Um, yeah. and he at least was like scary and an mm-hmm. attractive and <laughs> sure why not fuck yeah it. what was your best line meow <laughs> <laughs> what was your best line <laughs> rico hang todo <laughs> <laughs> oh boy i also gave a rico shout out han. to Kechu- kechucha just because classic yeah 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 mm-hmm Rico Hentudu. Uh what was your best death? I give it to the infected man just because it was so prolonged. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they find him, he's shot, he progressively gets worse with those boils. He's barfing up blood and he finally is set on fire with tentacles coming out of him. That's awful. So that's gonna take it. What about you? I gave it to Paulo because I was so surprised by Whoa. him just getting blown like that fucking holes in his head. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, did you learn anything from the culture? No, I don't think so. Did you? I said yes, just because like I this area didn't seem very I wasn't very familiar to me. And I was like, yeah, oh, look at this yeah. beautiful Chilean mountainside. Uh, but that's pretty much the only thing I really learned. Yeah. And finally, out of five ooze, how many ooze do you give this movie? You won't believe it, but I will give this movie two ooze. Uh, you know, I thought the location was beautiful, lovely, lovely to see that. It was batshit crazy, which, you know, I like when shit gets kind of crazy. But in the end, it's just not a very good movie. The performances were not great. I don't really know what the hell happened. I think that's just a fault of a, a weak script and, you know, just a, a not a very well put together film that ha- is going in five million different directions and can't tie it all together in the end. Yeah. But when I'm left being like, I don't really care to discover what happened. Like, I'm just like, that's not good. So yeah. two ooze. How about you? I gave it one and a half for yeah, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. all the same reasons that you did. Listen, I get it. You want to put a bunch, a little bit of everything in there, but less is more. Uh, And also maybe give yourself a little bit more time than just 15 fucking days to make a movie. I do think the the tentacle stuff looked cool. That fucking gross. Even the the CGI holes in Pablo's head. I was like, I'll take this. This doesn't look that bad at all. But like. I wish that that was put in a better film and that would have been nice agreed oh uh, well let's uh hop on our bmx bikes and just ride into the sunset because i have a day with a bald man that i really want to keep can't wait to hear how it goes <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being here with us once again we really appreciate you <laughs> Everybody listening to the fun stuff. (laughs) Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review whenever you can. Any old chance in cualquier plataforma. We appreciate it. Follow our redes sociales at Wikiorror on Instagram and Twitter. You can find every movie we do on our link tree, linktr.ee slash Wikiorror. Send us an email. Why not? You love it. Yeah. You love to type. Uh, 
at uikyhorror at gmail.com. Thank you to Sonoro for being the water from a river in our water bottles that holds our slabs of skin. Mm. You can follow them on their redes sociales at Sonoro Podcast on Instagram and Twitter as well. And Johnny, if you and I were running through a beautiful Chilean forest and we encountered a bag of meat that all of a sudden exploded tentacles out of it, I would make sure that they went down my throat first. Oh, so sweet. I just pull them right out. I just pull them right out. I, I'll just let them take me. It's fine. I'm delicately stressed. I'll run. I'll just run in the opposite direction. Good. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love you, dude. I fucking love you, too. And we'll see you guys in la próxima semana. Adios. Adios. Uy, qué horror. Es una producción de Sonoro. Produced by Jonathan Atkinson and Eileen Clark. Edición y mezcla, Karina Riverol. Escuche Uy, qué horror en cualquier plataforma donde escuchen podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. Adiós. Adiós. Sonoro. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.